Hi, my name is Rachel Perry. I am a 48 years old, grey-haired curve model. I'm going to be your host for Out of the Bubble podcast. I started a new career aged 46 modelling, and over on social media I found so many amazing, inspiring women over 40 who are really embracing midlife and leaving a trail of inspiration along the way, helping to break down the stereotypical middle-aged barriers. So I thought it would be fun to share them with you. Welcome back to episode five of Out of the Bubble. And this week I'm joined by Louise Prado, founder of Rejuvage. For those who don't know about Rejuvage, it's an online platform with a real sense of community for midlife women. It covers a wide range of topics from health, wellness, beauty, fashion, and so much more. You could literally lose hours once you get onto the site. Louise is a lady I've been following on social media for a couple of years now, and she's been a real inspiration for me, uh, not only because of the work that she does with Rejuvage, but also she's so active and fit um, that she's encouraged me and inspired me to try and get a little bit fitter in my 40s. So welcome, Louise. Thank you very much for coming on. Oh, great. Great to be here. And you've inspired me a lot as well over the last few years. It's great to meet instant friends. I know. Social media is brilliant, isn't it, when it works like this? Yeah, it is. Yeah, you feel like we know each other. I know, right? it's lovely. Yeah. How do you describe yourself to people? Uh, I, I think I'd describe myself as a health-loving entrepreneur, um, that, one with a bit of a wild side that's always liked to shock people. I can remember as a child, I liked to shock my grandparents and follow life in my own way. So I'm still doing that now. I just I follow what my passions are mm. um, and lead a healthy life that's centred around my family, really. Mm. Perfect. So where did the inspiration come from to start Rejuvage? Was that in 2017? Yeah, it's been going for a couple of years, but um, it started a long time ago, I guess. So I spent my career um, as a classic stressed global executive jetting around the world, doing brand and marketing strategies for some of the world's top technology brands. Mm. Um, And you know that was it was great it was exhilarating but I was I was living off stress I wasn't really present for my my eldest daughter's childhood I was always traveling um and then I suppose as I got into my 40s I realized that I got sepsis a couple of times from stress and working while I was um traveling and and you know when I was ill Mm. and I, I realized that really that I needed to change my priorities and I'd always been really active um but I I started to become more into health and wellness in a broader sense just rather than just what I was eating and what I was uh, doing exercise wise so that was the the initial background Mm. to why I started Rejuvage um and then I suppose I found as I hit 50 that nobody else was really talking to active healthy women of my age yeah. all, all the magazines like women's health had young 20 year olds in it yeah. and you know I felt like people thought I should retire and you know my, my parents had retired in their 50s and I was like oh my god that, there's no way I'm going to give up now I just so I it that's what sparked Rejuvage as a place to share ideas about you know health happiness and beauty and sex and all sorts of things all the things that hit you and you're in your your midlife yeah and you're right you're so right because the media um in particular i mean advertising just do not represent women in midlife in any shape or form in the right way i don't think 
No, and I think you're helping to change that by, you know, getting these modeling jobs and showing that we all, you can look great at, at whatever age. Um, but, but it, you know, it, it is a problem still. Um, and I think a lot of, a lot of women get caught up in their daily lives and they go through them, you know, menopause or perimenopause mm. and they feel physically not themselves but they in the past they had nowhere to turn to um i think that's beginning to change but you know i'm trying to break down some of those social barriers yeah. and the social taboos and be part of a midlife wellness revolution really i think there really there really is a sense of community particularly on social media at the moment of, of women in the 40s and 50s that are all kind of following each other and inspiring each other and really pushing each other to, to keep towards this common goal, really. And it's brilliant to see. You're, yeah, yeah. you're a very driven lady. I mean, you've, you've done successful marketing. You've written two books, um, now working on Rejuvage. Have you always been this driv driven for when you were younger? I, I guess I have been, really, because I was inspired by my parents as a child. My, uh, my dad started life as a bricklayer and then become a, a successful property developer. Mm. Um, my mum started as a secretary and then became one of the first women to head up an IT department in a college. So I grew up in a house full of lots of energy and we went to the lakes, climbing mountains at the weekends. Mm. And our house was always full of people with a, a real sense of um, possibility. So I think it started as a child really and yeah I've, I've got an, and I think it might be an old northern saying that the harder you work the luckier you get so I think that's been in my DNA since yeah I, was a I child. like that saying that's a good one so yeah, how ambitious are you are are you for rejuvenage how what would you like to see in the future working with it I'm not sure whether I'd describe it as ambitious, rather about mm. passion, because I, I just love it. I, you know, I wake up in the morning and I jump out of bed, as you know, and I share, I go to the gym and then I share what I'm doing down the gym or going for a run or doing something crazy mm. with my horses. And I, I just feel a sense of energy and positive energy at this time of life. And so... I, I, my ambition is centered around sharing that and and I get a real a buzz from women that contact me or and men as well and say oh you know I, I've followed this I'm, even if it's just I'm doing your arm exercises or your ab challenge or they've downloaded the guide on um, healthy eating so I find it really fulfilling and it it gives me a sense of enjoyment. I, I still run a digital marketing agency and that's what how yeah. I keep the bills paid. Um, but but Rejuvage is, you know, something that I think I'm a little bit obsessed about because I, I recently qualified as a health and wellness coach. And I, I just find the more I learn about health and wellness, the happier I feel. And I've got more into mindfulness and really learning to control your thoughts or manage your thoughts because in the past I think I was like a lot of people and I thought that what was going on in your head was reality but really you can train your mind just like you can train your body so you know I, I, I've had the time and, and, and the resources to learn a lot of these things and and I, I feel passionate about sharing that no, I think it's fabulous well. I mean women in their 40s and 50s now are so different to our parents generation aren't they in what, the, what they're going out and achieving in midlife. 
we've got a lot more freedom to explore and reinvent ourselves, which is what you've been doing. What advice do you pass on to your children about ageing? I'd say to them, really, don't wait till Mm. you're older to do anything and just be true to yourself from a young age. Follow what you're passionate about um, and then, you know, look after yourself, eat healthily, be active, surround yourself by Mm. positive people, um, build a good network. I think one thing I didn't realise when I was younger was the power Mm. of the network and you know you share with people and that if you if you help people they'll help you back so I, th- I think it's a, it, I try and teach my children a lot of the holistic philosophies that I'm sharing on Rejuve Age because I I don't think although we're going on about being pro-age and positive aging I, I think that there's there's this big thing about your life's better if it's yeah. intergenerational that if we mix with all different ages and we share our knowledge with younger generations and we learn off them. So I'm a pro-ager, but I also like to mix with people of all different ages. Yeah. And So you recently yeah. went um, trekking yeah, last yeah. year to Nepal with your daughter, which looked amazing. How did that come about? Yeah, it was my first ever backpacking trip, um, age 53, and um, I went with my daughter. The, re- the reason we d- I decided to do that was um, because my daughter's 18 this year and she's going off to university in September. And I think I, deep down, I've got a little bit of a panic about being yeah. an empty nester. Um, so I really wanted to make the most of this last 12 months of us living in the same house together. And we organised this trek. Uh, we went up to four and a half thousand meters. We stayed in um, five pound a night hostels. We didn't shower for days. We were using gels to keep ourselves clean and sharing a room with like mm. six other people. So I, I just loved it. I mean, I've never done anything like that before. And uh, it made me realize, I mean, I, I live on a farm and I love nature, but it made me reconnect with simpler things even more than I do on a normal yeah I mean that just sounds amazing I I really admired you for doing that something that I'd really like to do is travel more what did you find that was hard about that trip particularly the fact that you're now in your 50s did you find some things harder than you thought you would have done you know what I found hard and my daughter teases me about this is because we were on a, a yoga trek and uh, in the evenings the, the guide used to do meditation with us and some of the group were really hardened yogis and they would go into a complete trance and you know be floating away and then when at the end of the session they'd still want to lie there and the minute he'd like sounded his little bell and it ended I <laughs> jumped up and was ready to go trekking again and it's like so I find that even when I was on the top of a mountain I found it really difficult to mm-hmm. completely switch off so I think that kind of reinforced to me that I I've still got a way to go on being a completely mindless. Yeah, no, it's a hard yeah. thing to learn, isn't it? I'm, I'm the same. I'm terrible at actually switching off. My mind is always working, and I'm always thinking, okay, what's on the next? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? Yeah, yeah, and I think um, a lot of people are frightened of going on trips, and you know, with more and more people being single as they get in the fifties, I think. I would encourage people to be brave and you know not you don't have to go on your own there's so many different organizations that you can go to and go you know maybe go on a mini trip mm. in Europe first and then gradually go further and further afield gradually. it strikes me as the, the kind of person that really 
um, just gets on with life. And even if things maybe are slightly out of your comfort zone, you just get on with it and embrace it. What are the things that you say to yourself are out of your comfort zone that you might struggle with? Oh, God. Um, I'll tell you what, this is a really weird one. I went on mm. Tinder recently and I found I found that out, out my comfort zone because it is like just so much people, so many like expecting, yeah. you know, I just like meeting people organically is more. So although I feel happy communicating on social media um, with our mm. midlife tribe, I feel out my comfort zone sometimes with the, the scale and the the way social media can bombard you so sometimes that makes me feel out of my comfort zone um and you know what one of my friends said to me the other day when I went to lunch with them this is being really honest sharing my true feelings like being mm. vulnerable because I've I've been a single parent brought my daughters up had a successful career I'm very good at making yeah. things happen but maybe sometimes I, I need to be a bit uh more real with how if i'm feeling vulnerable letting people in and not being mm. so self-sufficient and i think a lot of women do that we're, we're good at you know trying to look after everybody else and 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 putting up some barriers that we might yeah, not definitely. even know about i think but i think that that's why for me setting about the bubble was just a great way to be able to share each other's stories and talk to each other um, and show our vulnerabilities so that, you know, other people might be listening that can completely relate to that. And it makes you feel less alone and more confident to go out and try something different. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, because we we post the nice pictures on mm. social media, but, you know, there's things that happen in your life that you wouldn't necessarily show to everybody. And I think it's, you could, you've got to just yeah. be... Do you really love social media or the bits about it that you just don't like at all? I, I I like yeah. I love Instagram and um and but I think that's because I've I've built up friendships there and and Facebook um I'm not really a big Twitter user for all the news and that instant transactions I like social media where you're building up more of a depth of a relationship uh, and I like things that are visual as well on social media and as part of my job as work running a digital marketing agency tech, and I've always been in technology it's always been part of my life I mean when I wrote my two books it was about the internet so oh. I was there at the beginning when the internet was um, created so I suppose that's always been you know part of, of my life I, th I think that the thing the worrying thing is you, it can be, make you a bit more isolated than you were before because you feel like you've got these virtual friends and you don't feel like you physically need to go out yeah. and see your real yeah. friends that's as much. a danger yeah when you go back to yeah. the, the um the background in um the, the technical stuff i'm, I'm right in thinking that at the time particularly when you when you first started doing it was that quite a male orientated workplace yeah definitely really male orientated um and I used to get involved with uh, women in IT and and help um, do lobbying to try and get more more women um, on the boards of, of tech companies and I actually now go in and talk in schools um, to, to young girls about different career opportunities because I still think that you know that the STEM subjects, the technology engineering subjects, girls don't consider as much yeah. as the art subjects. So I still think there are those male barriers to it. 
But, you know, I think it's, again, I, I think it's about attitude. It, I never let the fact that there were men there. I just always thought I would prove that I was good at my job yeah. by doing the job. So I, th- I think a lot of it's about having that positive attitude and not letting the yeah. barriers no, get I mean, you do way. strike me as, as being a very determined woman to, to not let anybody stop you mm-hmm. doing what you want to do, regardless of of age or sex or any circumstance yeah I, I think I am determined but I've learned to be more diplomatic <laughs> if I've got older I, <laughs> I probably was a bit too determined with some sharp edges where I was what do you like about yourself I, now the yeah. most I think what I like about myself is that I feel happy inside and that I'm full of energy so I I feel more contented with who I am in a holistic way now. So that's what I like about myself, that I don't have as many internal demons in myself as I did before. And by that, I mean, I'm not Mm. living off stress. I'm more conscious about being present. um, And I I look at health and fitness in a in a broader sense so what I like about myself is is, is that inner happiness and the mm. energy I mean that I think got, it's yeah. good that your your exercise um, and the work that you do now with your health and fitness has really kind of transformed your life hasn't it yeah it has and you know I've always loved exercise I mean in my 30s I was doing triathlons and I, you know I ran a marathon so I've, I've always been active and as a kid I'd cycle off and go off and ride my horse and things but I, I, I very often just was doing one form of exercise or it was for a goal like doing a triathlon or running a marathon or going off to a horse show now I try and mix up my exercise and and do more stretching and yoga which is good for the mind and the breathing weight training and I've seen you doing quite a lot of weight r- training yeah I'm weight training quite a lot of people including yes. myself I'm a bit scared of weight training if I'm honest I think I might injure myself um I used to do that what's that exercise class with the weights that, that's quite to mute body pump I've done that a few a times body pump. nearly killed myself <laughs> um oh yeah, yeah. You, but you should do it yeah because yes. you've just got right, into I'm running trying. which is great uh, what yeah. benefits do you yeah. feel from it no but weight training is really important yeah weight training is really important because of osteoporosis and there's a misconception that if you lift weights you're mm. going to get really bulky but actually it really just tones you up but I would advise to get a personal trainer or even share a personal trainer with a couple of friends just for mm. the first few sessions uh, yeah and there's some good apps as well and videos on YouTube of, of which you can follow and just get some so how old were you when you first started weight training you know what I think it was only like 12, right. 12 months ago so yeah. I've always done body pump, but I don't consider, but like things like you've seen me put the got a yeah. bar and I'm lifting a bar. That's, um, that's really recent. And you get some negative comments, you know, even on social media, you know, people, people still don't like to see women with muscle mm. and whatever, but you know, I, I, I balance it with other things. I, I might do it once or twice a week at the most uh, for half an hour and I balance it with other things, but my mum's got osteoporosis and the, I wanted to do everything I could yeah. to make sure yeah. I don't no, get it's, it. It's on my list of things to try, <laughs> but I'm brave. Yes, yes, we can do that yeah, together. Right, okay, I'll hold you to that. Yeah. How do you deal with negative but, comments? You just mentioned there that you might get some negative feedback sometimes. How do you deal with that? I, I you know, I, I, I don't let it bother me anymore. I try and, you know, I'm happy with myself and, you know, I might try and go back with a constructive comment um, if people have misinterpreted mm. something the wrong way. But everyone's entitled to their own opinion. If they don't like what I'm doing or they disagree with it, then 
that's up to them but I, I try not you know I, I grew up and I was really sensitive and in my 20s I had bulimia and I had these body issues and felt I was fat and then even though yeah. I looked at the photos yeah. and I had a great figure so I've just learned that it's not worth worrying about all those things. It can be mm. so destructive. So if you could write a letter to your 16-year-old self now, what would it say? Um, don't be such a worrier. Uh, try and just, like, go with the flow and things will work out in the end and just carry on, you know, focusing on what you're good at and what you enjoy. But, you know, don't keep going over things and over things in your mind and getting them out of perspective because I was yeah, a little I bit was. of a worrier so you know I think that was my advice but when I was young I don't think I ever heard the word mindfulness yeah. and no one in my village no. did no because you grew up in the north as well didn't yeah. you northern north fellow north yeah I did I yeah brilliant a Lancashire so the last yeah. three questions that I ask everybody um a song or a piece of music that really gets you motivated what's your go-to song Oh, do you know what? I, I can't think of one song that I listen to all the time. I I I love eighties music, so I just I am actually addicted to things like um, Depeche Mode and uh, the Skids and Madonna and the Clash mm. and all those things. So I don't know. I think maybe something by Depeche Mode, like yeah. I just can't get enough. Yeah, so, right. you know, because so yeah. And um, yeah. what about a favorite so, favorite book that's like inspired you? I'm a bookaholic, so some girls like to buy lots of shoes, but I just like to buy lots of books. So one of the recent books that I read, and I follow him on Instagram and love him to bits, is Russell Brand's 12 Steps. So I always thought the 12 Steps were for alcoholics, but actually I think most of us have some sort of addiction. It might be exercise. I've been addicted to exercise. Mm. I probably still am. Um, so that, that's a book that's really inspired me and I actually have done all the different you know sections of the books and written out the the things and written out thing people that you need to forgive mm. for things you've done to them so that's I, really I interesting that's a great book um who inspires you yeah my family inspire mm. me the most to be honest because they're all really driven and healthy and they're very loyal so they inspire me and I spend a lot of time with them fabulous well yeah. thank you so yeah. much for talking with me today it's been an absolute pleasure and you're such a strong pro-aging advocate and just healthy living really positive lady and if anybody isn't following you already then they should go and check you out at rejuvage.com um, and also go follow louise over on all social media platforms at rejuvage uh, because you won't be disappointed every day there's a little bit of inspiration i gain from you so thank you very much and keep keep doing oh, what you're doing it's fabulous yeah well i look forward to your post and we'll catch well. up we will, we will catch podcast. up at some point definitely i'll be back in a fortnight and i will be talking to some might know as the customer whisperer um kate harcastle mbe who is seen as the go-to television expert on consumer and retail so i'm really looking forward to finding out what kate's been up to in the meantime keep being fabulous Thank you for listening to this week's Out of the Bubble. And I hope it's left you feeling inspired. I'd love to hear from you. Who inspires you and why? Please get in touch. You can contact me via my website, rachelperumodel.com, or leave a message on the Anchor app. And if you're listening via iTunes, don't forget you can leave feedback. In the meantime, keep being fabulous. <laughs>